it's late and Manchester is asleep. Um, I was going to film this in the centre with the skyline in the background, but I didn't want to look like I was up to no good uh, in the dark, so <laughs> uh, by the fire it is. Now in the final days before the crucifixion, just after prophesying the signs before his return, in what we call the Oliver Discourse, Jesus tells this profound parable. It says, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Now the virgins represent the church, or at least the professing church. The bridegroom is Jesus who is returning from heaven. This is still a future event for us. He continues, five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. Now at this point we stop. And we recognize ourselves as those wise virgins, right? <laughs> but keep reading. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. All ten virgins were asleep. Jesus is saying that because he tarried away for a couple of thousand years, the professing church, the bride of Christ, was asleep and unexpectant of his return. All ten. But at midnight there was a cry, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. All of them trimmed their lamps. They all wanted to be part of the bridal procession to meet the bridegroom. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. Jesus is making a distinction in the church that having all been asleep, all wanting to meet the bridegroom for the marriage supper, half will be prepared and ready, yet the foolish half will be busy in the world rather than the word. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is a sobering warning. Is Jesus saying that half the professing church will not enter the kingdom of God? I think so. Look around at your fellow Christians. Half were busy shopping the world and were too late. They had no batteries in their torch to see in the dark. Now you may say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? When was the last time you cast out a demon? And Jesus will declare, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Jesus is asking us to watch, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Why would we, we watch if we can't know the day or the hour? Well, Jesus tells us shortly before this parable that we can and we should discern the signs of the times and the seasons. Jesus said, from the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know the summer is near. So also, when you see all these things, you know that he is near at the very gates. So we're warned to keep watch and prepare for the season. Paul too encouraged. Now concerning the times and the seasons, you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then, let us not sleep as the others do, but let us keep awake and sober. 
And a couple of days after Jesus spoke this parable of the ten virgins, we see a similar pattern. When he leads the disciples to a place called Gethsemane, he says to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. And when he returned, he came to the disciples and he found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for a second time, he went away and prayed. And when he returned a second time, again, he came and he found them sleeping. For their eyes were heavy. Now this time he lets them sleep and he went away and prayed for the third time. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, sleep and take your rest later on. See the hour is at hand. And he says, rise, let us be going. Now, of course, this is just before um, the betrayal by Judas. But notice the pattern of how Jesus is asking his disciples to keep watch. And they all fall asleep at his return. In fact, he allows all of them to remain asleep until they must rise when the hour is at hand. Jesus is prophesying that the professing church will be asleep when he returns as king. The first coming of Jesus was a stumbling block to the Jews, but the second coming of Jesus is now a stumbling block for the Gentile church. Today, the clear majority are fast asleep, burnt out by false prophets crying wolf in date setting or, or they're sold on erroneous doctrines such as realized eschatology where ultimate judgment and blessing, namely the lake of fire or the messianic kingdom, have been brought forward to the present losing our focus on the return of Christ as our biblical hope. Whatever the reason, fear or falsehood, we are asleep. And when you're asleep, the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Jesus says, stage rest for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks, blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will dress himself a service and have them recline at his table and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third watch and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. We are not waiting for Jesus to return. He's waiting for his bride to be dressed and ready. Jesus says, stay awake at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all the things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. And then we may enter the Lord's rest. <laughs>